Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. Welcome to this episode of the More Than Just a Type podcast. You, my friend, are so much more than just a type. And that's one of the reasons why I came up with that name for the podcast. Because in the beginning, I was like searching for a name and I'm like, oh, like we, there's just so much more than diabetes. Like diabetes is such an amazing thing because it connects us all with one another who are sharing these same experiences and these similarities. And we share this connection that is so personal and so deep. So it doesn't matter where you're from, what your background is. Like we could be completely different people who, you know, it's like, yeah, we may be the you know when you look at people and it's like you might have that one friend who has been your friend forever but you guys are so different that it's like if you had met today maybe you wouldn't be as close friends but you share such a bond from your upbringing and just knowing each other from way back when that you'll always be friends I feel like diabetes is kind of like that because it's like we could be so different and maybe if we met just on the street and I didn't have diabetes or you didn't have diabetes, maybe we wouldn't be friends. But just the fact that we are both living with diabetes makes us friends. And I love that so much. It's just this such a beautiful thing in that sense. But then at the same time, you are so much more than diabetes. And there's so, I think... Especially if you are, you know, in the space on social media where you're just kind of living in the community and you're part of it and you're sharing parts of your disease or, you know, you're always online looking at other people. It's like there's but there's so much more than that, you know, like you might be a mom, you might be doing all of these other cool things aside from diabetes and So therefore, you're just so much more than just a type. It's like you're so much more than anything. Um, Anyways, I'm going off on a a tangent, (laughs) but you're so much more than just a type. So thank you for being here. If you currently want to lose weight, then you probably already know that a calorie deficit is the only way that fat loss is possible. And you probably also know that because your body is individual, so are the amount of calories it requires per day. But you might not know just how many calories you should actually be eating in order to achieve your weight loss goal. And if you're interested in discovering how many calories and macros, so macros are the amount of protein, carbs, and fat that your body needs individually, I've put together a tool that will help you. So this tool is completely free. I'm so excited to share it with you. Just go to tajakato.com forward slash calories to calculate your calories and macros for fat loss. Also linking to this in the show notes.
And every once in a while, we do these Q&A episodes where I'm answering questions that come in, whether it be from Instagram, from email, from the website, um, or just questions that have come through personally from people. So the question that I'm answering today is, should you work out in the morning or evening? And it's a really good question, but I, okay, so my personal answer for this particular question is it doesn't fucking matter. Like it really does not matter when it comes to your overall fitness goals. And then when it comes to diabetes, it might matter because, and we're all going to be so different, but let me explain. So for me personally, I'm a lot more insulin resistant in the morning And the type of exercise that you do is going to affect your blood sugar differently. So if I am waking up in the morning and I'm going to hit the gym and I'm going to do like a heavy lifting session, I'm like, it's probably going to increase my blood sugars a little bit. And since I know that ahead of time, like I can plan ahead and make sure that I have enough insulin on board so that hopefully it doesn't increase my blood sugars. But generally, you know, it it might be for some people that maybe you would rather work out in the afternoon or, or the evening because of that, right? Because you want to kind of avoid that spike of in blood sugar. Um, whereas if I'm getting up in the morning and I'm going to go for a long walk, I'm going to do low intensity steady state cardio, that's going to lower my blood sugars a lot. And that's going to be actually pretty great because I am more insulin resistant in the morning. So it really depends on the type of activity that you're planning to do and how that activity is affecting your blood sugar. So I would take that into account first. And then on the flip side, someone who is doing, you know, a low intensity steady state cardio session, or maybe, you know, whatever it is, say you're doing that in the evening, but you struggle with going low at night. Um, maybe that's something to keep in mind as well, right? Like maybe, you should do that in the daytime or the morning. Um, And then if you are doing a heavy lifting session, but you do struggle with lows at night, it could spike your blood sugar for the first, you know, little bit or during your activity, but then maybe you are going to be a lot more insulin sensitive in the middle of the night. So you could definitely plan ahead, right? And make sure that your basal set correctly for that activity and for those post-exercise lows, but everyone is affected so differently. So it's important to really know, again, how exercise affects your body. But in general, if you do, if you are a person who struggles with highs in the morning or lows at night, and actually I'm just thinking of this fellow who was actually recently saying that he struggles with highs in the night. So maybe like working on the evening might be beneficial because you will have that post-exercise probably drop in blood sugars, Um, or maybe not. Maybe you exercise in the evening and you just still find that whatever you do, (laughs) your blood sugars are going to be a little bit higher, right? Like maybe that's a whole nother thing to consider, like how you're dosing. Maybe you need to adjust your basal for that. But I think definitely 
It just depends on the person because we are all affected so differently. And I know that's probably not the answer that you wanted to hear today, but I hope that within my answer to this question, you are able to take some key points and maybe just focus on first figuring out like individually how your blood sugars are affected so that way you can kind of plan your workouts around that. And just to wrap it up, in general, you may know this, you may not know this, but doing any sort of high-intensity exercise like weightlifting, HIIT workouts, anything that gets your heart rate up and anything that increases those glucose-raising hormones in the body like cortisol, any sort of activity like that is generally going to increase your blood sugars. And this is due to an increase in those glucose raising hormones in the body. And then any sort of low intensity exercise like walking or cycling or swimming, this sort of activity will usually considerably drop your blood sugars. So that's just something to keep in mind. All right. I hope this episode is beneficial to you. I hope you learned something. I hope it's helpful. And if it is, please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast because that way you won't miss out on upcoming episodes and bonus content. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will talk to you soon. Bye for now.